Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14, the NLT. Then, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. I read from the Amplified Version as well. And my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek, crave, require as a necessity my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. As a background to this, King Solomon, after completing the building of the temple of God, gathered his people to offer thanks for a successful project. And they were in one accord giving thanks to God and dedicating the newly built temple. The presence of the Lord was said to have filled the place and God heard their prayers and responded in verse 12 saying that he had chosen that place as one where he would dwell. The subsequent verse says, If I shut the heavens... When you read that, you begin to wonder if God spoke in the previous verse. Yes, he did. And our verse of the day gives us a pointer to why we might experience closed heavens. The Christian journey is a covenant. The Christian journey is a covenant. In every covenant, there are two or more parties involved and they have roles to play. God's role is that he's chosen us as his people and showered us with his love, but that's no license to live recklessly. We also have a role to play in this covenant. What are some of the things that we could do to give rise to closed heavens? Living life like there's no God, living in sin and disobedience, are things that can give rise to closed heavens. One of the many reasons some don't like Christianity is because they won't have the chance to live like they wanted. But is that truly enjoyment of life? Sin leads to destruction, even though it may appear to provide interim satisfaction. There's no satisfaction in sin. It only leaves one emptier than one was. Turning our backs on God makes life difficult and heaven short such that there is no rain on our seed and harvest is scarce. That's a season where one walks like an elephant and eats like an ant, a time of endless struggles, agony and pain. A verse for the day is God's word to us and it applies to every one of us. It reads, Then, if my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and restore their land. This word was written to God's chosen people. It says, If my people, the ones I've chosen, my beloved ones, called by my name. 
Some disciples were observed in Antioch to believe in just like Christ, and they were called by the name of Christ Christians. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, Christ now has disciples all over the earth, living like him and called by his name. Glory to God. This verse tells us what to look out for as people called by the name of God. Number one, look out for pride. We ought to constantly examine ourselves that we're not exhibiting any trait of pride, that we direct all glory to God even when men try to put us on the spotlight for recognition. Sometimes some people develop pride by the kind of attention they get from their followers. Speaking to leaders now, we must be watchful not to indulge our followers to worship us. We must let them know that we're humans just like them and are saints to point them to Jesus. Remember when Peter and John healed the lame man at the gate called Beautiful? The people wanted to worship them, but they discouraged them from doing so, emphasizing that they were just messengers of Christ and humans just like them. Dear leaders, some have failed to speak when they should and followers have made them a god. What is your circumstance? Are you enjoying the accolades in pride? Have you been idolized by those you are leading? There is a call for us today to return to humility like Christ, our perfect example, who owned and created everything but came in the likeness of one who had nothing at all, just for you and I. I'm sure in our day, one would have suggested that he was given birth to at the Lindo wing of St. Mary's Hospital, where the royal family used. But Jesus was born in a manger, and there was no place for them in the inn. There's so much to learn from Christ. Humility is his language. Now let's move on to the others. I'll take the next two together. Pray and seek his face. So God expects his beloved, his chosen ones, his called to pray and to seek his face. Have we now let the busyness of this world take our place of prayer and seeking God's face? Now is the time to pray more than ever. Prayer is how we fellowship with our Father. It's not what we do when we're in need. Someone said prayer is a lifestyle, not an emergency line. It is what God expects us to do constantly. Bible says, pray without season. Pray without season. That's how important it is to our lives. If God said to us to pray without stopping, I want us to consider a few things that we do without stopping. And what might happen if we stopped doing them? Number one, we breathe without stopping. Our heart beats without stopping. If any of these two processes decide to stop for one reason or another and it's not restored in seconds to very few minutes, there could be long-term damage or even death. Can we say the same for prayer? I think we can. Through prayer, we are connected to the life of God and a disconnection from it can make us vulnerable to the attacks from the enemy. Let us make a commitment never to be too busy to pray and seek God's face, for therein is the life of God. The third thing God wants us to do as his beloved 
and his people is to turn from wicked ways. One might say, I'm not wicked. This is for the unbelievers. No, it is not. God is speaking to his beloved people, those who are called by his name. This also tells us that as children of God, we can sometimes act wickedly by following the dictates of our flesh rather than the spirit. All wickedness is sin, no matter how subtle, from bitterness, unforgiveness, envy, strife and the likes, things that cannot be seen by anyone. All wickedness is sin and God would have us turn from our wicked ways. In other words, when we experience difficulties and closed heavens, instead of blaming God for the situation, looking inwardly and asking how we might have contributed is very helpful. God said when we do so, he will hear us and turn around our circumstances. Are you desirous of healing in your land, in your family and your nation? Let us live in humility, seek God's face and pray continually. Let us turn from sinful ways and he will hear us and heal our land. It is my prayer that the Lord will help us make the requisite sacrifice to see him move in our land. What are some life lessons we can learn from this verse today? Number one, the Christian race is a covenant where God has his role and we have ours. Number two, God is more than willing to move in our land. We need to show him that we're ready for his move. And this comes by doing the things we have mentioned above. Shall we pray? Dear Father, we thank you for your word which has come forth to us today. Thank you for your promise to us. Thank you for calling us your people. Thank you for calling us out of the dung hill and giving us a life. Dear Lord, we're asking God that you help us to search our hearts and help us to turn from every, every trace of pride, every, every life and character of pride in us. Dear Father, help us to humble ourselves before you. Help us to seek your face and pray. Help us to turn from every act of wickedness, whether seen or unseen, known or unknown, every act of wickedness lurking in our hearts. Help us, Lord, to turn. Help us to turn totally to you. Help us not to follow the dictates of our flesh, but to follow the leading of the Spirit. Dear Father, we pray for our land that you will come and revive our hearts, revive our land, and move like never before. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for tuning into the podcast today. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.